It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. 12 years, 30 years, 50 years. What does it matter how much time's left when we're all going to die anyway? That's a good point. What does the le- Why does the left hate Joe Biden so much? But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A, hour number two. Rob Francis said Dawson here, 547-1610. One way for you to get involved. The other way is through our website, 610kona.com. Shoot us an email like James in Washtuckna did. Uh, he said, not sure if you're aware the federal court ruled in Warren versus the District of Columbia that law enforcement has no legal duty to protect, which means that while morally wrong and not in keeping with his job expectations, not acting was not criminal. He should have been fired and lost his pension, but I think criminal charges are a dangerous and huge overreach done for PR purposes. And, uh, you know, we, we definitely alluded to that fact that Scott Peterson is being made out to be the fall guy in this situation with the amount of charges brought against him, uh, multiple felonies, multiple misdemeanors, as a way to show that they are being extremely proactive in addressing uh, the fallout from the Parkland situation. And while the court did rule that that is the case, um, you know, you're you're absolutely right, James, in the aspect of, of, of the, the, you know, while it may be morally wrong, the expectation is not there. However, I don't know of anyone that gets involved in law enforcement without understanding that 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 time and day may come where they will be asked to act and, and, and I, to be prepared to 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 be prepared in some way, shape or form to do that. I mean, you, you when you get involved, when you enlist in the military, when you when you sign up for law enforcement, when you become a firefighter, even even EMS, you're going to put yourself potentially in situations where violence may occur and. You know, you don't have firefighters that that don't attack a fire. You you don't have EMS that goes to aid a person that's bleeding and worry about the blood. You know, more than saving the life. You you don't have a a, a police officer that runs and hides in in violent situations. It just it it's the wiring. And that's why I think when we look at this situation, it causes the type of discussion that it's caused because our expectation is to serve and protect is not just a statement. It's 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 an action. And and again, I I totally hear what Jim from Washington is saying from a legal standpoint. Yeah, there there is that Supreme Court case and, and I get it. And, you know, it's important to reference it. However, what you just said, how <laughs> when when police, fire, sheriffs, anybody that is there to serve and protect is, for lack of a better term, marketing themselves, they say serve and protect. 
that is, so they are telling the public that the expectation is that they are going to serve and protect. It's not just something that we think they should be doing. They're telling us that they're going to do that, that the expect, you know, and again, I get the legal standing in the Supreme Court case. So are we not supposed to, you know, when we call the police, there should be no expectation that they're there, that they're going to do anything. I bet if we asked the police chiefs, the sheriffs around here, uh, the, 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 the fire chiefs, that that same scenario, mm-hmm. they'll laugh at us. They'll say, well, of course we're going to do that. Taxpayer money goes to help serve and protect, whether it be law enforcement, fire, public whatever. Public safety. Public, public safety. Oh, don't start that. Um, <laughs> but you see my point? Is, Absolutely. Is, I, I think that it is reasonable to expect that law enforcement especially, and fire too, to do their job and protect us, serve and protect. Not because we made it up, because they told us that at every turn. Let's go to the, well, no, let's not go to the phones. 547-1610 is the number. You know, again, there's still plenty of time. You can go on to the, sure. on the poll question and, and, uh, and, uh, and let your thoughts be known about that. Again, I uh, thank you, Jim, for, for pointing that yeah. out. A caller also called and made reference to it. He didn't know uh, the actual case. Uh, but so we had two people um, reach out to us and, and say that, that, that from a legal standpoint, that is, and they're absolutely correct, yeah. that there is no legal obligation. But I, I beg to differ, and, and I get it, but and in the real world— they're there to serve and protect. They yeah, say so. And they look, tell us that. That's going to be Scott Peterson's lawyer's defense, is that Supreme Court case. So, Oh, I'm sure. You know, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. But one of the other things of, uh, of interest that, that came down yesterday, um, the former chair of the state Republican Party, Chris Vance, and former Democratic lawmaker Brian Baird about a year and a half ago, decided that they were going to combine on a venture where they were going to see if the appetite for a third party truly existed. They put together Washington Independence, which was the name of their group. They allied with a national organization who stated in its mission was to back independent candidates. The two of them came out yesterday and said, we basically, well, Chris Vance said at point blank, we were wrong. Yeah. There is no appetite in the state of Washington for an independent party, independent candidates. The organization itself has moved from endorsing candidates and backing candidates to trying to affect um, change in the voter system and uh, through other means. They they overestimated well, they, they, what people were clamoring for. They overestimated in a big way, and and I, I think I know where their estimation went wrong. But before we do that, let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, uh, this is Dave from Richmond. What's on your mind? Well, about this, um, about these charges. When I first heard them, I go, that seems kind of extreme. But then I got to thinking, you know, the protecting sheriff, all that. But 
he's there to do that job and the most precious thing to watch our kids in this fault. And at the very least, it's going to open some eyes for other school districts to really start training these people better and let them know exactly what they're getting into. And my second thing about this, it kind of reminded me of Desert Storm way back when, when there's a lot of reservists out there all hired out of the military to get that extra money and get some, get some experience or whatever. All of a sudden, they got called to action in Iraq. There were people freaking out. It was just upsetting that they actually had to go. I mean, if you sign up to be a soldier, you better be trained to be prepared to go. Same with these officers. And they signed up for that job, and that's what they're supposed to do. They can't walk out on it. They should, they should pursue this charges on this guy. I mean, um, another, other soldiers should do the same. Appreciate the Thanks call. Thanks for the call. Good points. Yep. Absolutely. 547-1610-509-547-1610. So this, this, uh, this thought that we should have an independent third party, whatever you want to call it, something other than an R and a D, right? that people were clamoring for that. Um, I, you know, th- there are, there, there is a small percentage of independent voters, but... I think this, this, these guys were, were overestimating the clamoring, if you will. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Chuck from West Richmond. Hi, Chuck. Hey, I, I wanted to touch on both topics. Um, absolutely, cops are, and as a former police officer myself, um, you got to do the job. You can't, oh, I can't do it. I'm scared. That ain't going to cut it. Sorry, you don't need to be in that job if you don't if you don't have the right attitude for it. Um, as far as the Chris Chris Vance thing, um, that guy was so far to the left when he was the Republican Party chair, it was unbelievable. He would do everything he could to excoriate conservative Republican candidates and make sure they weren't participating in Republican politics. Um, so the ideas that they started with were we're going to be centrist were already far to the left to begin with. I hear you, Chuck. Well, and, and, far to the left as far as the GOP goes, yeah. and probably too far right for the left, right? Well, <laughs> Correct? And, and Chris Vance, <laughs> when Chris Vance launched this, and he was the spearhead behind it, uh, came out and said that he had left the Republican Party because he felt the Republican Party left him, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And I had heard a lot of the things that, that Chuck had mentioned regarding Chris Vance. In fact, we um, uh, we had the opportunity to meet him when he was running against Patty Murray. Yeah. And uh, he, um, he, he definitely did not come across as being a purveyor of, of many of the same values that, that those – uh, people that def- de- define themselves as Republicans share. But I think the biggest issue that, and I heard this stated recently, and I thought it was a great point, that there are so many people that are talking about we need more parties. But yet you look at a country like England, you look at Israel, you look at countries that do have five, six, seven parties. And if they can't come to a majority, they can't have a ruling government. So you need to have collaboration amongst five, six, seven parties. We can't get collaboration among two. You know, so, Canada is starting to have that same issue. They they don't have like a dozen, but right. they have like four, five, six major parties. You know, parties. Yeah. So if you can't come to a coalition, you can't run the government. We have a hard enough time running the government with two. Imagine if we had four. 
and you couldn't build a ruling coalition. The government stops. Israel just basically kicked out their entire government, and Netanyahu's going to be running for election again because you couldn't put a a ruling coalition together. Mm -hmm. Is that what you want to see in the United States? See, having an independent aspect, having an independent candidate, having... Uh, you know, something like that has always been uh, sexy in in politics in the United States, but we've we've got two technically independents in the Senate, and I believe one in the House. Both of those in the Senate caucus with the Democrats because they're left leaning, but they're not. They don't want to identify as Democrats for whatever reason, unless, mm-hmm. of course, they're running for president. Um, here's where the problem came in with Vance and Baird. They said, we're going to endorse independent candidates. Well, right there, you just threw yourself into a non-winnable situation. Instead of looking at candidates on the left and the right that were more moderate that you could put your support behind, you said, we're going to support independents. Only one of the independents they supported garnered even 10% of the vote in their respective race. Mm -hmm. They all got beat soundly. If you were going to look at those that you wanted to be centrist, which, let's face it, most people that define themselves as independents aren't completely and totally politically independent thought-wise. They just don't completely agree with one party or the other. I'm raising my hand. Exactly. But but this is this is the key to my point. If you endorsed candidates that were more to the center, yet still identified as a Democrat or a Republican, you would have a better chance of pushing your cause forward and getting more centrists elected than you are going out and saying, well, I'm going to put an independent up there because people really don't want... An independent party. Back with more after this. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom line's page at 610KONA.com. Back to the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meets in Basin City. You can also join the discussion by giving us a call, 547-1610. This hour brought to you in part by Perfection Tire with four Tri-Cities locations to serve you. Welcome back to the bottom line. Robin Ed hanging with you Tuesday afternoon. Chris Vance, the former head of the state Republican Party. Brian Baird, a former Democrat representative, announced yesterday they were suspending the operations of Washington Independence. They partnered with a national group, Unite America. They decided they're going with electoral reforms instead of candidates. The reason why they took this on was polling. We know how accurate that's been. The group United America had done some polling, found that 75% of voters were open to supporting independent centrist candidates for state legislature. But what that poll didn't say was that they would support candidates in the independent party. Correct. Okay. Now, while most voters, and the key here is centrist, okay, you can be a centrist and still be a member of a party. That's right. Even though it seems that that is becoming farther and farther from the truth. Here's the Here are the people we don't hear about in Washington, D.C. and Olympia. We don't hear about the moderates. No, it's the, from either party. Exactly. It's the extremists that make the headlines. Mm-hmm. There are 
400 and some odd representatives in the House of Representatives. There are 100 senators. We only hear the same 15 to 20 names over and over again. One reason is because they are in positions of leadership. True. Another reason is because they are putting themselves out there with views that are definitely farther to a, to an extreme and a level than others. For example, we'll take examples from both parties. The most obvious on the left is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. But on the right, you got Jim Jordan. Yeah. Who has been who was one of the founders of the Freedom Caucus, a guy who got into office during the Tea Party swing, a guy who is definitely farther to the right than probably a good percentage of Republicans that are in office representing different areas of the country. Same can be said about Democrats. There are many who are closer to the center center representing different areas of the country than what AOC is out there putting to the public. Those that scream the loudest get more coverage. Absolutely they do. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Mary from Hi, um, Mary. One of the things, when you look at the two parties that we have, Democrats are like lemmings. They all follow each other. Republicans are really actually more independent because they, they use their, their thoughts and think along other lines and don't just take what you say is true and follow along because that's why we get mad at each other so much <laughs> if you think about it well it's thanks possible yeah you know it's um thank you for the call i get i i get that point of view um the two parties definitely handle the quote-unquote independence within their party differently mm-hmm um, you know, you got to go back a few years to the Tea Party and, you know, how that kind of fizzled out. Uh, many of those same people are still around, but that whole Tea Party movement has fizzled out. Whereas on the left, the far left shouts down and tries to handle the moderate Democrats, uh, the old school Democrats in a different way. Here's what I think you saw with the Tea Party versus what you're seeing now with the Democrats. You saw the Republican Party see what was happening. You saw the big eye opener when Eric Cantor got beat, who was the yes. who was the minority whip, uh, thought to be well protected, well deserved. John Boehner's right hand guy. John Boehner got the message really quick that the conservative end of the Republican Party felt like it wasn't being served and listened to. Canner gets beat. You see these Tea Party guys come in. Instead of trying to minimize, ignore, or push down those within the Republican Party and said, okay, well, yeah, these guys have made their voice known. We're going to have to listen. So they did a job of trying to assimilate as best they could those within the party. What you're seeing now on the left end of the Democratic Party is the moderates being pushed out. Either you jump on board with what with the direction we're going with, or we don't have a place for you in the party anymore. Very and, different approaches. Absolutely. And you've seen that being enacted with certain members, long-serving members in the House of Representatives that have been elected as Democrats multiple times. Back with more of the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA after this.
Now back to the bottom line, presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. This hour also brought to you in part by Ben Franklin Transit, going new places. Visit them at bft.org. Welcome back to the bottom line. Robin Ed hanging with you, 547-1610, if you'd like to get involved in the program. 45 years ago today, Ed, yes, an announcement was made that would change the Northwest for good. Change my life. Yours and many others. It was on this day, 45 years ago, the NFL announced that the Seattle Seahawks would begin to play as a franchise. That's right. They were granted the expansion franchise in Seattle on this day back in 1974. They wouldn't begin play for another two years, but the ex, you know, the, the expansion was awarded. The franchise yes. was awarded on this day. It was also in the 1970s that one of the ancillary elements of the NFL became high profile, and that was a group called the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. And after the rise of the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders, because at that point in time, not every NFL squad had cheerleaders. No. There were... There and were, some still don't. And some still don't. That is correct. There are, But, but there aren't, aren't nearly as many now that don't as were in the 1970s. True. Uh, other teams began to see the attention paid to the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and looked at it as another way to draw attention, sell tickets to games. An announcement was made yesterday by the Seahawks, mm-hmm. almost 45 years to the day of the <laughs> announcement of the franchise, Yes, that they will be changing the name of the cheer squad. Right, the Seagulls, right? The Seagulls. Seagulls have been pretty consistent with the Seahawks for a long time. Mm-hmm. They will no longer be known as the Seagulls. Uh-oh. They will be known as the Seahawk dance team. Okay. Which they are, yeah, technically. They are, they are they a are. dance team. Yeah, they're cheerleaders. But if you, I actually know a former Seagull. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did her thing many moons ago. Uh, and if you ever wanted to get under her skin, you'd call her a cheerleader. No, she was a part of the dance team, yes. the Seahawks dance team. So the but, Seagulls are now going to be yes. known as the Seahawks dan- dancers. The Seahawks dancers. The Seahawks dancers. And the reason for that gender-neutral description is because they have announced they will be adding men to the squad. Yes. They aren't the first, though. No, last year was the first, and that was the Rams. Yes. Uh, The Eagles announced earlier this year that they were going to do the same thing. The Seahawks have now announced that they're going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Does it matter? It's been that way in college forever. Uh, well, colleges yes and, they've yes been cheer, no. they've been cheer squads in college. Okay, there, and there is a distinction. If you, true, if you are going to if you are going to call them a cheer squad, then yes, there have been male cheerleaders in high school and college. Yes, 
uh, for quite some time. But if you are going to call, you know, like in the in the Seahawks case, they didn't like to be called cheerleaders when they were, you know, forever. They've always, again, I can testify to that. I I got smacked upside the head once or twice because okay. I I'll be I, I'll okay, be the, so, I'll be the bad guy and say that's semantics. True, they I get it, but they considered themselves a dance team, a dance squad, not cheerleaders. So. Have there ever been males on the dance squad? Not until recently, certainly not in the NFL. So obviously, if you're going to let guys be a part of the dance squad, they can't be the sea gals, I guess. So that's why they're changing the name. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, obviously you have to change the name if you're going to incorporate guys into the equation. You can't be the Seagals anymore. That would pose some problems. But, I mean, the whole reason the name cheerleaders came up in the first place was that was what they did. They led the crowd in cheers. Yes. Hence the name. So, I mean, and they still did that to a degree as the years rolled on. So, I mean, we can just, that, that to me is the semantic aspect of it. But one, how much have people really paid attention? Because as the game has evolved, the action on the field has certainly uh, improved and captivated audiences to where it is the most popular sport, not just in this country, but you can make an argument. It's the most popular sport. I mean, most watched in the world. I mean, the Super Bowl every year mm-hmm. is the most watched event in the world. It beats World Cup by a mile when it comes to ratings. Does it matter that these franchises are going in this direction? Do people even care? Because it seems to me that there's something obviously missing if teams are making this move. Is it a move to be, quote, inclusive? Yeah. Or, 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 or is it a move to be able to provide a different type of entertainment on the sidelines or for the cheer squad that they're able to do more things with guys involved, like you see at college games where there's constant action, constant flow, different things happening, or is this just the NFL trying to be even more politically correct? I I think it, well, it's not so much the NFL. I th- look at the look at the the places where this is going on: Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Seattle. At least two of those three tout themselves as incredibly progressive areas. So I I think it's all political. No disrespect to any of the guys that end up on the. Seahawks dance squad but that's the thing is is if they were if they touted themselves as a cheer squad and they brought in guys like they do in college where they do the lifts and the tosses and all that stuff that's different that's different right that, but that's not what they're saying it, what, are, what are they going to do they they are they are calling themselves the Seattle Dancers. Okay. They're not calling themselves the Seattle Cheer Squad. If so, they're going to look for guys who dance. Okay, that I mean they're, they're calling themselves the Seattle Dancers. They're not calling themselves the Seagulls. If they were changing their name 
from the Seagulls to the C- to the Seattle cheer squad, and they had well, that would be offensive. That okay, <laughs> but if those, it, but if they were going to allow guys on the quote unquote Seagulls to yell loud, do the da- do the the tossing of the you know all that stuff that you see in college, that's one thing. That's not what they're saying. They're they're they've rebranded themselves the Seattle Dancers. They're going to let guys be dancers. Okay? So that's not what they're gonna be doing. They're gonna be they're gonna be dancing at at, at halftime so, and and so, breaks. They're not gonna be doing the lifts, the tosses that the male cheerleaders in college do. So it's gonna go to Radio City Music Hall then. Quite possibly. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Well, this is Joe. And, you know, with everything that's went on and now we're all inclusive and you can identify as anybody, I think it's stupid that they would change the name because if somebody wants to go be a seagull and they're transgender, you can't even go to the bathroom anymore without knowing whether or not you're a man or a woman. So what is the big deal? Well, I'll tell you, appreciate the call. That's kind of what, why uh, we brought it, it up, wondering I, if it even was. It, yeah, is it a big deal or not? And uh, look. The Seahawks uh, think it is. They made a press release about it. I'm going to I'm gonna just say it. Um, you know, what our last call, caller said didn't offend me, but I do feel like it should be put out there that transgender and gay are two different things. Yeah. They're two totally different things. And are there male dancers that are also homosexual? Yeah, there are. Are they transgender? I don't know. And I don't care. I just think that there are two that's two totally different things, two totally yeah. different arguments. There are male dancers that are straight. That's right. It, it, it's not. It, it's not. That's right. That's not the question. No, it's not. The question is: Does anybody care that after forty-five years, the Seahawks are going to combine what has been traditionally an all-female squad and now bring guys in? And as we discussed it earlier, to me, if you're going to emulate what they do in college, it's a great idea because you're going to add more excitement to the game. If you're not going to emulate what they do in college, then I maybe there's maybe they've got feedback from the fans that they want to see dance routines during different periods of time. To me, if you if you want to capture the sport essence you emulate the college aspect of it because it does bring more excitement right. to the game. It, it does get the crowd pumped up when you do see these these athletic feats That's that right. are happening on the sidelines. But Look, if you're just going to bring people in to dance, why change it? And maybe we can hear, and we know that there are plenty of female Seahawks fans. And maybe if you've been to a game, if, if there's, if there's a, a huge push by female Seahawks fans out there to go that go to games, look down on the sidelines and want to see a good-looking guy. Okay, fine. Yeah. And if that's what the the team is responding to, then fine. That's that's the thing. But what do you? What's the end result here? 
is it were they just kowtowing to those to be more inclusive if that's the case forget it you know for uh, you know forget it but again i i'm with you if they if they want to bring in quote unquote male cheerleaders and do the acrobatic stuff that they do in in college then fine be male cheerleaders if you want to call them uh, seagull, squads, seagull, squad, seagulls whatever, yeah. and sea guys, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But they have changed the name to the Seattle Dancers, which means they are going to be looking for male dancers, not male cheerleaders. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Pamela, and I'm from Kennewick. Hi, Pam. What's on your mind? I think you two are completely ignorant about dance. Okay. I'm a female, and I'm a huge Seahawks fan. The kind of dancing that they're talking about is going to equate to the kind of dancing that you will see at like a like the backup dancers at a rock concert. There's males, there's females. We're not talking about cheerleaders. They're not going to be doing lifts. It's not going to be like the rah rah kind of dance that you're thinking about. Just have an open mind and wait and see. You're going to see something completely different. Appreciate the call, Pam. And I, I don't think that, I don't think we're being ignorant. We're I, asking I, a but question. I don't want to see that. Okay, that, that's that's not okay, well, what then I. You that, are that, being that, ignorant. No, but that's <laughs> but that to me is not part. If you want to make that a completely separate event, that's not what that to me doesn't associate with with the correlation with football. It's not about being open minded or ignorant to it. That's not to me part of of the deal. And and it's just you know, I mean, I've watched football for years. I've watched. You know, squads for years have seen different things, college and professional. You know, part of the deal, it's not to be a separate event to take away and be completely different from the game. The whole idea of it in the first place is to get people involved in the game. To do a completely separate event, to me, doesn't get you into the game. It's a completely separate event. Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at bottom line 610. Now back to the show presented by McCary meets in Basin City. This hour also brought to you in part by Bunch Finnegan Appliance and TV, continuing a great tradition of customer service at nine East Columbia Drive in Kennewick. We got an email from David listening. Uh, he said, this probably isn't relevant to your discussion or even fit for public broadcast, but it is a curious piece of history. <laughs> but you're going to read it anyway. I'm going to read it anyway. <laughs> there was a time in my life when the only reason for watching professional football was the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Then some absolute idiot invented instant replay and I never got to see the cheerleaders again. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, because in, in the olden days, before instant replay, in the downtime in between yeah, plays, that's they would the camera one, pan to. They, well, they did one of two things. They showed the cheerleaders. Or they showed somebody in the crowd, right? But, yeah, and I, I just want to want to say Maybe this the real coach, quick. But that I I appreciate our last caller's passion for for dance, and and I appreciate that she is excited about this and what she's looking forward to in this. But for me, if if I want to see Motley Cruz or Beyonce's backup dancers. I'll go see a Beyonce or a Motley Crue concert. I don't want to see that in football. That's just me. That that's not to and, me. That to me doesn't enhance the experience. But but look, that's me. And any for anybody that it does, fantastic. That that's great. 
That also me, doesn't me, make me, you close-minded, and I no, think but, I, you know I, I I take offense to that. I look, I I do because if this is this is what's this is what's wrong with this country. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it, and if you disagree or have a different viewpoint, well, then you're close-minded. You're you uh, you're wrong. It, that's the implication: is you're wrong if you're closed-minded. If you have an opinion about something, that doesn't make you closed-minded. If that opinion doesn't jive with you, I'm so tired of that. I don't want to see male dancers. Honestly, when I go to a Seahawks game, I'm not even looking at the women. Okay, I'm looking at the game. the game. I'm watching the action on the field. Maybe well, I'm watching the the idiots that are around me. Well, the other was, fans. That was the early part that we brought up. Is the games evolved so much that how many people even pay attention to what's going on on the sidelines anymore? I mean, back in the '70s when it was just running the football. And you were hardly throwing, and uh, yeah, there was a need to have some other type of entertainment. And then entertainment evolved in the games. Teams started doing different stuff. You had video screens. You have all this other stuff going on that it's almost made that aspect of the game, it's almost relegated it to completely and totally the background. Again, I I don't really care one way or another. I know that you say you don't, don't, don't care for it, and that's fine. I don't really care. It, it, all I was pointing out was that you're, the Seahawks were going to go down one or two paths. They were either going to you know, let men become male cheerleaders, thus going down the road of the male cheerleaders that you see in college. Okay? They're not, I mean, they're, they're cheerleaders, I guess. They have a big megaphone usually. Right. But they're there to do the crazy tosses and 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 some of the more gymnastics type things uh in college some people like that some people don't okay fine or the Seahawks were going to go down the road that they have chosen if you if you market the seagulls as a dance squad which they do they're not a cheer squad they're a dance squad they've always been if you are going to allow men to join the Seahawks dance squad, or in this case, the Seattle Seahawks dancers, then they're going to be male dancers out there. And they're not going to be doing the things that you see at college games, right. for better or for worse. So all my point is that if you're going to go to a game and expect to see that, you're not going to like it. You're going to see male, you're going to see men and women doing dance routines at at the breaks in action. That's all. That's all I'm pointing out, whether you like it or not. I I guess I don't really care one way or another. My thing is, if you can afford to go to one of those games, yeah, really. I'm watching the action <laughs> on the field, okay? Uh, or, or trying to meander down and see if I can't get a press pass to get on the field. But even as, <laughs> as, as David alluded to in his email, you watch it on TV, you don't even see it anymore. You got replay, you got all this other stuff. I mean, television doesn't even acknowledge their existence anymore. Very, very little. Very little. That's all for the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KMA. Don't go anywhere. We have all your latest news, weather, and traffic on the Afternoon Report. Stay with us.